What is going on guys? It's your boy Scrubby here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am and today I've got a story time that was sent. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Sent to me by a subscriber that works as a mechanic, which I'm not going to lie, has to be a pretty cool job. A, you get to know how cars work. B, you get to interact with the public, which, uh, is always going to lead to a bunch of good stories. The general public probably has about as many brain cells as a goldfish. That being said, I thought it would be a pretty entertaining story time for y'all today. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, grab some popcorn and let's get into it. Alright, so the person who sent this in to me works as a mechanic, and they're actually, like, they are employed there, but they're more of a training role right now. They're just kind of shadowing the more experienced mechanics, and, uh, for the most part... It's a pretty fun job, they really like cars, they get to work on cars, everyone wins, and it's not like he works for one of those shady garages where they're like constantly upcharging and trying to scam people and whatnot. His uh, business owner likes to do things like buy the book, he's fair to customers, so he likes working there. And one day, his boss comes up to him and he goes, Hey, you've been shadowing people long enough. We would really like you to try to, like, handle stuff on your own today. So I'm going to put you on this particular bay. And uh, whatever comes in and gets put there, just you're going to be in charge of that project. And you can ask for help or whatever. But today is the first day you're not shadowing. And obviously, this makes the subscriber excited. Because, like, imagine you've been riding a bike with training wheels for 30 years. And finally, they take them off. You'd probably be pretty excited about those training wheels being removed, too. And the first couple cars that he works on are uh, pretty simple, just like an oil change, tire realignment, that type of stuff. The customers are pretty normal. It's not like they want to challenge him to a boxing match like Jake Paul because he changed their oil. I don't like the way that you changed my oil, so we're fighting now. Like, that's just not going on. Anyways, at about 1 p.m., his boss comes over and says, Hey, some guy just pulled up into the parking lot. He's just kind of sitting in his car. I'm not too sure what he needs. Will you go and ask him? And uh, obviously, not wanting to say no to his boss, he's like, Yeah, sure. So he walks outside, and the first thing that he notices is that there is certainly a guy sitting in a car, if you could call it a car, because it's just not even in a state where it should even be on the road. Listen, I understand that not everybody's got the cheddar to be, like, keeping your car 100% pure new condition. I get that. I don't really care. And that being said, there are certain things that you just kind of have to have on a car in order to make it function on the road. Like, you just need seatbelts. You just need headlights. Even if you're in a situation where you don't have a ton of money, there's certain things on a car that you just kind of have to have. The paint starts fading and doing that, like, peeling thing, whatever. It's really not that big of a deal, other than just looking weird. But this guy's car was on that line where it was like, oh, this just must be a safety hazard to everyone around him. 
The first thing he noticed is that where the headlights were supposed to be were both empty, which definitely is a little bit of a red flag. You kind of need headlights. And obviously, the person driving this car had kind of thought about that because it looked like they had attempted to do a, a fix for the lack of headlights and had taken two, like, Walmart flashlights, put them inside, and there was no way to turn them on from the car. So what he was assuming is that at night, he would turn on his flashlights to drive. And I love a good flashlight, alright? I, I really do feel like flashlights are a pretty fun gadget. Think about it, 200 years ago they had to carry a torch and now we can just turn on flashlight. That being said, I don't think they're headlights for cars. I don't know what type of flashlights he's using, but I feel like at the point where you start having flashlights in that socket that are the same power as a headlight, you might as well have just bought a headlight. I'm also flabbergasted that he had never been pulled over before. I mean, let's be honest. You're a guy cruising around looking for someone speeding and whatnot. You see a guy with no headlights with flashlights taped in the socket. I would definitely have a few questions. So that's the first thing he notices, which is definitely out there. And then he notices that the windshield, or where used to be the windshield, has been kicked out, broken, whatever it may be. And instead of just rocking the no windshield look, which definitely is not a good idea, you start going pretty fast with no windshield. Let me know how the wind feels. On top of that, imagine you're going like 65 miles per hour down the highway. You get smacked in the chest with like a large bird or something. That'd be so brutal. Anyways, I digress, but whatever. He starts looking at the windshield and he realizes that it's been kicked out and not wanting to be hit by a bird or something, or at least pretending to not be wanting to be hit by a bird. I don't think what he did would actually stop anything coming through your windshield. He had taken like that clear plastic saran wrap, you know, the shrink wrappy type of stuff, and just started wrapping it around the posts that usually hold the windshield and uh, front windows in, because those were missing too. You don't need front windows, though, I guess. I mean, your car can't operate in the rain, but whatever. People drive with the windows down all the time. But he had just taken this, like, clear plastic wrap and started wrapping it in that space where his windshield was. And these are the first two things he notices. And one thing about this windshield that definitely threw off the subscriber, the mechanic guy, was the fact that, like, I don't know if you've ever actually tried to look through that clear saran wrap type of thing. But when you start doing multiple layers and stuff gets off a little bit, maybe there's a crinkle or something, it's not exactly easy to see through. So this guy really just chose to wake up and play driving on hard mode, you know? Like, alright, I'm gonna have no headlights, I'm gonna have no windshield, I'm gonna replace no windshield with something that's actually harder to see through than nothing, and somehow I'm gonna get it to the mechanic shop. And so these are the first two things that he's noticed and he's like, oh, this is going to be a lot of work. He's assuming that he needs all this stuff worked, it's uh, worked on, fixed, it's going to take a few days. And so he walks over to the hole in the window where the window once was and he's like, hey sir, how are you? And the guy looks up and he's all grumpy and he's like, well, how do you think I am? Which is such a weird thing to say to somebody that says, hey, how are you? Like, hey, how are you is just a nice thing to say to somebody, right? Like, hey, how are you? Can I help you with anything? How do you think I'm doing today? Uh, I don't know. Judging by the state of your car, probably pretty awful, but sorry for not leading with that. Hey man, your car's ugly. What you need? Like, that's probably not what his boss has told him to say to new customers. But whatever, the guy's like, I just need an oil change. I know nothing else is wrong with the car, so don't try to scam me. You really don't need to do anything other than an oil change. Do you understand? Just an oil change. 
And the guy was a little bit older and the subscriber had already kind of realized that older guys like this could get a little bit more intense. And he didn't really care, he just thought it was maybe from back in the day when like mechanics were a lot more scam artisty. Not that all of them were, obviously there's always been good people mechanics, but I don't know. I feel like back in the 70s it was way easier to get away with shady stuff. So maybe he had his car have a bunch of work done to it without his permission one time, so now he's very adamant. I don't know. Whatever. And he's like, all right, all right, we'll get the oil changed for you. Is there anything else we need? And he's like, do I need to repeat myself because you're stupid? I just said I don't need anything else. And yes, he had heard that you don't need anything else, but I'm sure it's part of his job to be like, are you sure that's all you need? What if you forgot something? What if you want to get a premium oil change with extra sprinkles? I don't know. But whatever, this guy's just being a jerk, and he's like, I'm going to stay here and sit in the lobby. I don't trust anyone to work on my car when I'm not around. And the guy's like, yep, you're more than welcome to do that. And he says, oh, yeah, good. And he storms in there, and they had some free coffee and whatnot. And at that point, he starts kind of looking around the car just because he's going to have to, like, move it into the bay. He's got to see what the state of it is. And the other thing is, not only is this car unsafe, but it almost appeared like this guy didn't like trash cans, you know? He didn't like trash bags. Instead, anytime he had any trash in his house or anywhere, it looked like he just walked out to his car, tossed it in the window, and called it a day. There's literally just trash piled up everywhere. It's on the passenger seat so high up that it's right underneath the window. Keep in mind, he's not rocking windows. Maybe that's his automatic overflow valve. Like, you know how bathtubs have that little thing where if it fills up with water too much, it'll start draining? He has that, right? But it's for trash. Oh, I have too much trash in my car. Time to overflow it. And so he kind of smacks the pile of trash just to make sure that there's nothing living in it. And he doesn't hear anything moving. So he's like, well, that's pretty gross, but whatever. And he starts looking around and the back seat's also full of trash up to the windows. These back seats have windows though. So it's just gone all the way up to the roof. Dude's really got the horde mobile going on. Probably a cockroach infestation in the car. I know once a car has a cockroach infestation, there's really not a whole lot you can do too because they're just like, you know, capable of surviving a nuclear war. And just the amount of trash and the smell and the weirdness of the situation makes the subscriber gag a little bit, which I can't blame him, man. Imagine getting in a car and realizing you are literally basically sitting in a dump. Like, there's probably trash at the bottom of this pile that is older than the person that sent this to me. You just know for a fact that there's probably a bunch of critters and bugs crawling around in here just loving this trash situation. I could understand why you might, like, dry heave a little bit. But whatever, no one's around to see it, and so he starts just looking on how to move the car as fast as humanly possible. And he sees that there isn't really a key, there's just like a screwdriver in the thing, and so he twists the screwdriver and somehow the car turns on. And I don't know how you do that, I didn't even know that that was an option. Like, I didn't know you could customize a car to start on a screwdriver. But whatever, he's like, I don't care, I just need to move this car. And he starts trying to move the car, and the wheel is just, like, stuck. It's like it does not want to turn. And finally, he, like, yanks it, and he hears, like, a crack. Not like something broke, but, like, something sticky finally gave way, and the wheel starts turning. And so he sticks his head up and looks. And it just looks like somebody had spilt, like, a Diet Coke all over the top of the steering wheel where it connects to the car and just left it. Didn't even attempt to clean it up. 
So it had gotten that like, you know, when soda is left for a very long time and it gets that that pasty type of hard look to it. That's what had happened all over the steering wheel. So this car just keeps getting grosser and grosser. And so he goes and he brings it to like the little bay thing, gets it up. And a bunch of the other mechanics start coming over and being like, holy crap, I've seen a lot of pieces of crap, but that one's really bad. And he's like, yeah, it's awful. And so he goes to change the oil and he changes the oil fine, but he's bringing it back down. And one of the other mechanics comes over and goes, hey, uh, I don't know if I'm seeing this right, but look. And they start looking. And you know how the roof of a car is connected to the car with, like, all those posts? There's the two posts in the front, the two posts on the side, and, like, the two posts by the rear window. Well, those all have a cut on them, and it's at that point he realizes that the roof of the car is literally bolted on. It was almost like he had decided to make a convertible one day, like cut those posts off to take off the roof, just took off the entire roof, and then went, mm, nah, I'm not a big fan of the whole convertible look, put it back on. But instead of putting it back on and welding it, which I still don't think would be 100% safe, it would be the best way to do it, he had just put it back on and then gone to Home Depot and gotten like those those latch type of things and then like welded the latch so it couldn't move and then screwed those into each side. So basically this guy is just driving the Home Depot mobile, literally taking off the roof, putting it back on. Maybe he went with the latches so that way he could take it back off if he wanted. Imagine you're talking to somebody and they start talking about their convertible, you know, you're like, oh, you have a convertible? What type of car is it? That's really cool. And they're like, yeah, it's a 1999 Toyota Camry that I cut the roof off of. But don't worry, I have latches so that way I can put it back on if it's raining or something. But you put the top down on that, baby, get to cruising. Woo, it's nice. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I just don't think it's very safe. Like, I feel like uh, if there's one thing that I would not want to do to my car, it's cut off the roof. Because you get in an accident, I don't know if those latches are going to hold. You're just going to start tumbling with no roof, and I don't think that ends very well for anyone inside the car. Anyways, he goes and gets his boss who owns it, and he's like, you got to come look at this. So he shows his boss, and his boss is like, yeah, this is really unsafe. I'm not really sure if we should uh, just let this go as is without talking to him and letting him know he can't drive it on the road because I don't want to be held liable for like having worked on it and him thinking it's okay. So just tell him that he can't drive it legally on the road and like he needs to find a way to get it home that doesn't involve driving it, which I know is probably a big pain in the butt, but I don't know. Like, I, I mean... Obviously, if they're working on it, they just change the oil. He leaves here and gets in an accident. I don't know if they'd be held liable. I get why he would be nervous about it, though, considering why everyone's, like, so lawsuit happy these days, I swear. People are hyped when something happens just to get that lawsuit rolling. So he goes into the lobby, and he finds the guy, and he's like, Hey, can I talk to you about your car? And the guy immediately, I don't need anything but an oil change. If this is anything other than that, I don't even want to hear it. I don't care, blah, 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 blah. He's like, look, I just need to talk to you about it. Fine. What do you need to tell me? And he starts going over all of these issues about, like, how the steering wheel gets stuck. And that's not necessarily safe. He needs new brakes. He needs this. He needs that. He's got rust here. He's got rust there. And the guy says, well, I only told you to do the oil change. Why are you looking at everything else? And he tells him straight up, I'm not even trying to look at everything else. This is just the stuff that we were able to see. I haven't done an entire breakdown of everything else wrong with it. This is just what I was able to see and feel from driving it 10 feet. 
And so the old man starts to get defensive and be like, there's nothing wrong with my car, da-da-da-da-da, you're just making this up to try to charge me. And he's like, listen, man, you can feel like I'm making this up to charge you. You don't have to get it fixed. We're just not going to let you, like, drive it home. You need to find a way to get it back to the house or at least off our property without it being driven because it's unsafe. Well, what do you mean? You're telling me that you're not going to give me the car? They're like, no, we're going to give you the car. We just don't feel like it's safe to drive on the road. Well, who are you to tell me that? And they're like, A, we're mechanics. We're literally the expert. And B, I guess fine, you can go in it and drive away, but we're going to call the cops and let them know that there's an unsafe vehicle because we don't want to be responsible at all. And the man's getting more and more annoyed, which I kind of get it. But at the same time, bro, you have to know that this car that you brought in is just not capable of being on the road and it's unsafe. I refuse to believe that you have cut the roof off your car, like basically just screwed it back on, filled your car up with trash, got a steering wheel that sticks, haven't changed your brakes since you got the car, all of this stuff and you brought it in and you expected that to be like the only thing that they were going to say about it is an oil change? Come on. I feel like people kind of forgot that a car is a machine at the end of the day and if you don't maintain a machine, it's just not going to work. I mean, think about it. If you had to change the oil in a machine every like uh, two days otherwise it would no longer be able to make what you sell for money you would change that oil but people are willing to go like three years without an oil change in their car and then they're all pissed off when it doesn't work right yeah man it's a machine you gotta treat it the way that you want it to run either way he's getting increasingly pissed and now he's just starting to scream at the subscriber and just insult him and there's other customers around so it's causing a scene He starts yelling at him that he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's not like the safety man of cars, so he can't tell him what to do. And who does he think he is to talk to someone older than him like that? I love when people do that. I'm older than you, okay? And like, you're still stupid. If anything, it's just more embarrassing that you're so much older than me and you're still this dumb. Goodness, I'm not sure if that's the argument I would lead on. Like, yeah, you're right. You are 57 and still driving a car that's a death trap. It's a miracle that you made it this far, man. I'll probably live a little bit longer because I avoid doing stuff like that. That's what the subscribers should have said in response. But before he could even reply to this guy just like tearing into him, insulting him in front of all these customers, making a scene, his boss ends up coming out from the back office and walks over to the guy and is like, why are you insulting him? What did he do? Like, why are you tearing into him like that? Well, he doesn't know what he's talking about, and I told him to only do an oil change, and now he's telling me that I need a way to get my car home because I can't drive it, and da-da-da-da-da, and he's an idiot, and he doesn't know what he's talking about, and I only told him to do an oil change. I didn't tell him to do anything else. And the boss goes, first of all, he's not an idiot. Trust me, he graduated with his, like, it's not a degree in mechanics, like, or is it a degree? I'm not sure. Whatever it is, I'm not a mechanic. He got his degree, so he does know what he's talking about. And on top of it, he's not lying to you about your car. Your car's a piece of crap. And even if he was just trying to do your oil change, it's such a piece of crap that it's impossible to ignore how much of a piece of crap it is while you're doing anything else. There's literally no way around him being stupefied at the fact that someone would drive something in such crappy condition on the road. 
So no, I'm not going to let you leave the shop by driving it. I have a trailer and a truck. I'm good right now. I will take it back to your house with you on it. But you are not going to drive that. It's unsafe to drive. And the fact that you would insult my employees like that because you are too dumb to maintain your car is completely unacceptable. And the guy is just kind of standing there stupefied at that because he laid down the law. And that's the way it should be. I think the customer is always right has caveats, right? If a customer makes like a reasonable request, you know, you should always try to honor it. It makes sense to try to make them happy. But you don't need to let people just like degrade your employees, call them idiots, scream at them, make them feel like garbage for just trying to do their job. That's completely unacceptable. I also love, your car's such a piece of crap that we couldn't ignore it even if we tried. Like, bro, even if we wanted to look the other way, every direction you look in this thing is another problem. And I think the old man was just kind of taken back by someone standing up to him or something, because he kind of, like, stuttered for a bit. Uh, 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 oh, okay, yeah, yeah, if you can put it on the trailer, fine, fine. He wasn't arguing anymore, he was just like, sure, yeah, okay. Probably because when you're making a scene yelling at someone, he probably felt cool. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna yell at this guy and everyone's gonna look around and think I'm the big man in charge. Once someone starts flaming you, calling your car a piece of crap in front of everybody, it suddenly isn't so fun, is it? Oh, whoa, whoa, I don't really like this. Hold on, wait a minute, let's hit the rewind button. Either way, they went out there, took it off like the little thing that puts it in the sky. I don't know what it's called. I'm not a mechanic. If there's mechanics watching this video, they're like, ah, oh, the sky thing. Yes, that's what we call it. Okay, I'm obviously not calling it the right thing, but they take it down. They move it very slowly up onto this like little flatbed trailer thing. And the boss gets in his truck, the guy gets in, doesn't apologize at all for screaming at him, and the boss goes, I'll be right back. So he takes it out there and uh, drops it off. He never sees the car or the old man again, but when his boss comes back, he comes and gets him, and he's like, I think you handled that well, you know, way to not lose your cool while that guy was freaking out on you. You can stand up for yourself, though, like, you don't have to let people treat you like that. And he's like, yeah, I know, thank you so much, blah, 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 blah. And he says, I'm glad you didn't go with me because if you would have seen his house, you probably would have puked. And he's like, what do you mean? Well, let's just say that the car was probably the cleanest part of everything he owns. And just the visual of a house that was somehow even in a worse state of repair and grosser than that car was just enough for him to know that he was very glad that he did not have to go there. But yeah, he literally never brought it back. Probably found another mechanic that was just willing to take his money, fix it under the table so he could just drive it around the road somewhere. Somewhere out there is the guy with the ultimate convertible. You know, if you like hard talk. He has the hardest top. Either way, I just thought this story was insane. Uh, it's a little bit different than anything else we've ever done before. I had never had a story sent into me by a mechanic that I can remember, so I just thought it would be cool. If you enjoyed it, I would really appreciate you taking a second to press the like button. Let me know what you thought in the comment section down below. And of course, subscribe if you're new and turn on those notifications. If you don't know what to comment, go ahead and comment the word wizard down below. It just really helps the video do better. I'd greatly appreciate it. Beyond that, if you like listening to the story times, but you'd rather listen like audio mode, offline, you know, you don't want to use your data to watch the videos, whatever it may be. I do post the audios on Spotify. A link to that can be found in the description. Feel free to check that out. 
or if you're looking for the ability to watch like a ton of videos at one time i have a playlist in the description as well with all my favorite videos from this year so if you need something to watch while you're playing video games doing homework chores whatever it may be feel free to check that out and uh yeah on that note guys that'll do it don't get anyone pregnant if you do make sure they're hot and i'll see you guys next time i'm out peace